Hey fam, welcome to episode nine, where I'm going to get into trial versus temptation within emotional eating. I had a pretty rough week this last week with feeling tempted, and I want to get really vulnerable with you guys about that, how I came out of it, and what I wish I would have done differently during the midst of it, because this is the meat of emotional eating. If there was ever a thick of it, like you're in the thick of it, you know, this was this past week. But after seeing a devotional on my Uversion app, which I talk about all the time, it's in the show notes, I finally understood and was able to gain some clarity that I'm hoping I can share with you guys um, to see that we should be seeking this journey with joy and not with dread. And I really hope that that comes through in this message. So before we jump into this deep diving topic of trial versus temptation, I just wanted to say if this episode resonates with you or blesses you or has you thinking a different way about this topic and kind of some perspective, the quickest way to say thank you is to scroll down until you see the rating section. If you're on Apple Podcasts, it's a tiny little purple writing that says like write a review. You can leave me five stars on the review as well as the rating and just let me know what you thought about this episode or the podcast in general. Every single review and rating allows this show and these these messages to be boosted so more people can hear this and hopefully find freedom in their own life. Don't forget to keep tagging me when you're sharing on social media so that I see it. I can give you some coffee on me. I try to select somebody every week at least um, that has been sharing on social media to send a thank you to buy coffee. Who doesn't like a nice coffee? Maybe some people, but that's my drink of choice is a nice coffee. <laughs> I don't do well with hot drinks. So as long as your water bottle is filled, let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome to Pass the Plate Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and for so long, I relied on food to be my comfort. I'm also a wife to my high school sweetheart, Jake, a Christian, and the leader of my online wellness community. A few years ago, I was drowning in emotional binge eating and so desperate for a solution that actually worked. And if you're anything like me, you know this feeling all too well. If you're ready to let go of the heavy shame you've been carrying and uncover the life that's waiting on you, then refill that water bottle, sis, because it is time to jump on in. This past week has been rough as far as temptations go. And I think, you know, if if someone asked me, hey, how'd you do on your nutrition or Has your week been perfect? I think absolutely not would be the perfect answer. I gave in a couple times. I fell into the enemy's traps. Almost started that shame cycle. And I knew how to get out of it. I knew how to feel better. But I just got stuck in this funk that I could not shake. So I think it kind of started on Tuesday with a little bit of the temptation. Totally just was like, it's Tuesday. It's Mexican with the fam. Do this every Tuesday. So instead of choosing like a meal that I had previously decided on, I went for something that I knew probably wasn't the best choice, but I was like, let me just treat myself. It's okay. I was eating with family. But the problem is, is that it didn't stop there. And that's where when I'm eating out of emotion and eating out of impulse, it typically does not stop there. But that not, um, I did not do any better. Like I just kind of went off the deep end a little bit and just did a little worse with my emotional eating. And 
I knew when I was doing it that I was like, this is not okay. Like, this is not what you're supposed to be doing, regardless if you're on this gut program or not. Not to mention that I'm like, at this point, like kind of way off the bounds of this gut program. But in general, I knew that what I was doing was emotional eating and I shouldn't have been doing it. Okay. So I cleaned up my act um, that night and just decided like, okay, tomorrow's a new day. I mean, my goodness, how many times have we told ourselves tomorrow's a new day, right? Diet starts Monday. I know I used to say that. Um, But Wednesday morning, I actually read a really good devotional that hit like straight into my heart. And y'all know that I've talked about the YouVersion app a million times. It's linked in the show notes. They have daily, what I would call looks like Instagram stories where they have someone talk about a topic and they kind of show you the verse that goes along in the Bible with it. I mean, it's really good. You just have to go in and experience it and see what I'm talking about. But anyhow, this was this past Wednesday and it was talking about trial versus temptation. And if you had asked me before this, I would think that those are the same thing. You go through a temptation, you go through a trial. What, like what gives, what's the difference? But actually when I started reading it, there was a massive difference. So I read that on Wednesday morning and I'll get into that in a second, but I'm just trying to set the stage get into that Wednesday morning, all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, most of Friday, I am basically white knuckling my emotional eating. Like, I think it was Friday night when I finally, like, had an emotional response. Like, I was crying because, not because I wanted the food, not because I wanted to go drive to Taco Bell and I knew I couldn't, It wasn't, it wasn't that. I was crying out of desperation and so frustrated that I had to battle emotional eating. And it brought me back to those years, or I guess those several days right before I began my journey with my fitness journey, um, before I reached out for help. And I was, I remember like, you know, y'all have heard the pizza story if you've listened to my podcast episodes, but you know eating Papa John's pizza four nights in a row, broke down crying. And it's not so much that I feel like, again, it's not that I couldn't have the food because I have free will, right? Like I could drive to Taco Bell and get it. It wasn't that I couldn't do it. It was that I was so exhausted of being tempted with going to go binge. I was done. I told Jake, I was like, it's only two hours to bedtime. I can't wait to go to sleep and just turn this brain off. Like I was... It makes me emotional thinking about it right now because I was, I was battling so hard and I didn't need to be, but the stubborn self that I am, I white knuckled it. And guess what, friends? We don't have to white knuckle our food addiction. We do not have to white knuckle emotional eating. There is relief. And I'm going to get into that here in a few minutes, but I just wanted to relate to you guys I never wanted this platform to be something that I am from, like, standing on a pedestal. I always wanted um, this to be relatable and something that you can feel that I'm in the trenches with you, right? I mean, that was one of my biggest insecurities about starting this podcast is what if I'm not qualified because I still struggle with emotional eating? So is this going to help anybody? Are people going to think that I can actually help them if I've not fully recovered from emotional eating myself? Like, Obviously, that's doubt in my brain, right? And then a friend told me, like, the reason you are qualified is because you still do struggle. And I felt that this week. So 
I know that um, some of you don't do the homework that I give you by going to the show notes, but I am going to ask you, it takes a minute and 17 seconds. I literally timed myself. I linked the devotional inside the show notes of this episode. And um, I really, really beg of you to go read that. Even if you're not a Christian, it is a Christian-based devotion, right? But even if you're not a Christian, it still can apply to you and you can still take a nugget from it. But I really do think that it will help add context to this topic because this topic was a lot for me to wrap my brain around. And I know that it coming through like this mic, it's going to be a little tough for me to give you the fullness of what I'm trying to tell you without you reading that devotional. It literally takes a minute and 17 seconds. (laughs) So less than a minute and a half of homework and it's going to make this episode so much more clear. Did you go do your homework? If not, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that you're not going to get the fullness of this episode without doing the homework. It takes just a second, but let's dive in. And I think, like I said before, if you had asked me what's the difference between trial and temptation, I really wouldn't been able to give you a clear answer until I started thinking about it. But I think this topic is applicable also for any area of life, any temptation, any trial, right? This is this is not just for emotional eating. This is literally for anything. So if you know somebody that's struggling with this, maybe send them the episode and just tell them to substitute whatever it is that they are struggling with for in place when I talk about emotional eating. So as a Christian, though, I also got to thinking, you know, shouldn't life, and this is like an old, like, baby Christian way of thinking, how I used to think. I thought that life should just be easy once God is on my side, right? Like, I think a lot of Christians often say, like, oh, yeah, life's a breeze when you got God, you know. But actually, there's depth to God, and I believe that he takes us through trials sometimes to explore that depth with him. And I think that it's so easy to be like, well, you need more faith, right? If you're struggling, people tell you you need more faith. And it's like, okay, calm down, Susan. Like, we're we're doing the best we can over here. So I struggle with my own doubt. When I'm struggling with temptation, does that mean I have less faith? Does that mean I'm not a good Christian? Does that mean, like... I'm not where I should be in my spiritual journey with God if I'm struggling this hard. These are thoughts that literally came to me this past week. Like, am I, why am I not healed from emotional eating, right? Like, why? Why do I still have to have, I mean, five or six years, guys, into this journey, I'm, I still am having to practice my emotional eating tactics five or six years in. And it's not to say that you're going to be the same way. You may gain clarity and keep on a trucking and this may be a six month process for you, right? You find the podcast, you get help, you move on. But I am in the perception that not a lot of people are talking about this. And so I've had to do a lot of self-exploration and digging within my faith too, to help me um, tackle this this overwhelming, whatever you want to call it, this this temptation, okay? So I heard this saying this week, and I definitely thought it was perfect for me trying to explain this topic. Um, Somebody said, let me set the frame before I give you the picture. So right now I'm going to give you the frame of what it is that I want to talk about. So temptation versus trial, right? 
temptation is something that typically leads us towards like not good decisions, right? Like I'm typically not tempted by broccoli. I'm tempted or I'm not typically tempted about cooked spinach. Okay, I don't know who is, but that's a different kind of breed if you are tempted by cooked spinach. Okay, Popeye, like, go sit down. <laughs> We're talking to the rest of us, not not the people who love cooked spinach. Okay, anyhow, temptation is typically something that is very self-serving, right? I'm tempted by Taco Bell because it's delicious. <laughs> it's I'm, I'm tempted by something that feeds my comfort, Okay, it's something I want. It's something, and if we're getting in our faith about it, we've used this verbiage before, something my flesh wants. It's something that I typically probably know I shouldn't do. It's a very dangerous, flirty vibe. Like I've used that before with some people and they're like, yes, that is exactly what I feel. It's like, it's it, you're flirting with the enemy. That is literally what I'm trying to say. That's what temptation is. And as a Christian, we know that the temptation comes from the one who is out to steal, kill, and destroy our lives, right? So that's where temptation comes from. Temptation does not come from God. It absolutely does not. Trial, though, trial is something that we endure and we become stronger after the fact, Trial is something you're going through um, and it has something good at the end, right? We become stronger. We we become refined, right? When you are purifying uh, metals, you heat them up, right? You are forged in the fire. That is kind of what trial is. And I think a lot of us go through trials and instead of looking at it as something to be joyful about, we tend to say, why God? Why me? Why am I going through this? I know I have. I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out without stepping on my own toes. Okay. I know I've asked God, why do you let me struggle with emotional eating? Like if I'm your child and you love me, why? Why do I have to struggle with this? Maybe yours is not emotional eating. Maybe yours is something different, but why do I have to endure this constant temptation? And that right there, those words, I just got mixed, right? No, on purpose. I mixed them on purpose, okay? It's so easy to ask God, why are we going through these trials? And then say, with this temptation. Friends, temptation is not from God. God will not tempt you. That is from the enemy. We have to get that through our skulls because when we know how to fight, that changes the game. Right. When you're when when countries are going to war, they have to know the enemy. They have to define the enemy. Right. If we don't know our enemy, if we do not know his tactics, how do we expect to win? So, first of all, we have to know that temptation comes from him. Temptation does not come from God. But trial, though, trial does come from from God, I would say, because we are going to grow in the depth of his love and our relationship with him as we walk through the trial. So I want to read pretty quickly out of James, out of the Bible, um, to set the stage for why I'm even talking about this subject. 
James 1, 12 says God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Verse 13 says, And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Right there, temptation is not from God. Temptation is from the enemy. Temptation, like I said earlier, is typically self-serving. It's from the flesh. It typically leads you down the wrong path. Okay, trial, for me at least, makes me grow in my depth with Christ, with God, with my relationship with them. And so those are two totally opposite things. And if you went and did your homework real quick, you would see that trial and temptation are from the same word in the Greek language. They, they're derived from the same word, but they mean opposite things. Okay, so verse 14, temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. Okay, can I say it louder for the people in the back? And by the people in the back, I mean me two weeks from now when I forget this, okay? Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. And this may be something that if you're new to Christianity and you're like, oh, what, what do you mean by sin? To me, I think about sin as anything that takes me away from God and it puts separation in between me and him, right? So me being self-serving is not serving him. That to me is a sin because I'm not staying close to him. I'm not staying aligned with what he has for me. He doesn't want me to struggle with emotional eating. He does not want me to rely on food to be my comfort. He wants to be our comfort. He does not want me relying on food, a physical thing, to heal my spiritual issues. So let me just explain what I just said. I have a spiritual issue, whatever that might be, something, you know, stressors at work. Like God is our great counselor. We can go to him for anything. He's the best counselor I know. He doesn't charge a fee, okay? <laughs> he, he listens to all my problems. I'm never too much. He doesn't put me on an hour timestamp. I can come to him at any time. He was the original on-demand therapy, okay? He is my great counselor, yes? Okay, so if I have issues during my day, we all know that there are stressors in our daily lives that as emotional eaters, we've relied on food to comfort us, okay? But if you are a Christian or maybe you're not a Christian and you you are trying to figure out what is this God thing that this chick named Hannah is talking about with emotional eating, we need to take our spiritual issues to our great counselor to have a spiritual healing for those spiritual issues. We have it wrong whenever we're taking our spiritual issues, right? Anything that God can help, a, a, um, a chaotic day, a chaotic mind. Um, we're not peaceful in our, in our hearts. We're consumed by other people's actions, right? Whatever it is, like 
We, we have spiritual issues. We are not so to think that a physical item such as food can meet the need that a spiritual issue has. It's like putting an apple and an orange tree together and thinking that it'll produce like this, this banana or something like, like it doesn't add up. You guys like spiritual issues require spiritual solutions. Physical issues, such as legit hunger, require a physical solution, as in food. Okay, real food. But the deal with us emotional eaters is that we love to try to insert a physical thing, such as food, for a spiritual and emotional issue. That doesn't add up. That is why we struggle. That is the meat of this. Okay, And when we are struggling with temptation, that is the enemy saying, you know, you used food last time. You used food last time you were stressed, last time you were lonely. I bet that that would work this go round. You want to try it? Do you want to go to Taco Bell real quick and just see if like, you know, you can turn on some Netflix, open up your burrito and just feel better. Even if it's for like a few minutes, I know you're going to kind of feel regret later, but you know, you'll feel better. I mean, that is, that is the flirtatious enemy. That is the temptation. That is what I was going through this past week. And I white knuckled it and did not practice my journaling. I did not practice my prayer. What did I do? I numbed out. I watched more TV. I scrolled more social media and I white knuckled it until I could go to sleep And then here it back was the next morning because I didn't deal with it the proper way. So back to this temptation versus trial. Whenever we have trials in our life, why do we need to see those things as joyful? Okay, why should I view emotional eating, which is a trial that I'm going through, why should I view that joyfully? Why should I not just be pissed that I have to deal with this? Right, because that's definitely the world's way. And in our current culture's way, society's way of viewing things like, oh, I shouldn't have to be burdened with this, right? That's, that's totally kind of the attitude. But let me just read you something out of James 1, again, verse 2. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. And what he's talking about is our endurance with our faith. Our faith is strengthened. Remember when I just said we are forged in the fire? Our faith becomes stronger when we go through these trials. That's why James is saying, be happy, be joyful when you are going through these trials. He's not saying be excited that you're dealing with emotional eating, but where you find your joy is the fact that you get to grow in depth and get to know God more, and get to know your faith more, and and eventually, hopefully, help other people with it, right? There is a reason why I think I'm going through this trial of emotional eating. I do 100% believe that I'm supposed to share about it in order to help other people. Don't even get me started on the fact that I think this is the number one under-talked-about addiction in our culture, especially in the South. Um, I definitely think that this just like crosses all um, socioeconomic uh, 
structures. I think that it it crosses into the church without detection. Like that is another topic for another day. But I believe that I am here in this trial so that I can share with you guys and hopefully get this message spread out further than maybe I can take it um, in order for me to point back to God. That That is the purpose of this podcast. Um, it's A, to help you guys, but it's also a way for me to serve in a bigger capacity and get the message out there that, you know, if you feel like you're that person that the enemy doesn't have a grasp on, but yet you struggle with emotional eating, I got news for you, sis. The enemy is quite literally eating your lunch by emotional eating. Like, if you don't feel like you struggle with anything, because I say this because this is me. I'm like, oh, I'm not addicted to drugs. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm pretty good. Like, these other people just struggle with something I don't struggle with. Like, you know, kind of cocky about it. I've talked about that in a prior episode. But then what God showed me was like, hold on a minute, sis. Like, you are eating for comfort when you should be coming to me for comfort. And that is basically this, the the purpose of this podcast is to share with you guys like this trial that you're going through with emotional eating. Let's be joyful about it because we are going to grow. And when you're struggling with temptation, know that that temptation is coming from the enemy. It is not coming from God. God is with you in this trial. And once I realized this, so like, let me, let me pause and go back. Once I realized this, once I really like, um, understood what was going on this past week. And I didn't give in, by the way, I didn't give in Wednesday, Thursday. I didn't give in, um, after my like episode on Tuesday. (laughs) Um, but after I realized like what was going on, that's when I started realizing like I was in the middle of the fight. Um, as Christians, we call it spiritual warfare and I was in the heat of it and it was hard, but I made it more difficult by not running to him sooner, by not digging into his word and what he says and praying and journaling. Like I made all those things more difficult by not leaning into him and trying to white knuckle it myself. And as I was trying to write notes for this episode, I was digging into the Bible because that's where I find my help. Um, And I found this verse, I think it's Psalm 62 verse one. And it says, I wait quietly before God for my victory comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will never be shaken. I mean, you guys, that, that sends chills over me because there's not many things in life that we can count on. Even our closest friends and our closest people that are in our corner always, people will fail us, but God will not. And if I had read this verse, if I had stepped away from the TV, if I had not tried to numb and actually tried to heal, if I had not tried to white knuckle this past week, and I would have read, I wait quietly before God for my victory comes from him. If I would have read that, how would that have changed the trajectory of my week? You know, I I believe everything happens for a reason. There's a reason I'm, maybe I went through that to have this podcast episode in order to encourage you guys. But If you are um, someone who is new to Christianity, I encourage you to get the YouVersion app. It really does um, help 
and it, it has helped me when I've had baby faith is what I like to call it. Um, and it really breaks down difficult topics. It meets you where you are, in my opinion, even, and if you're not someone with baby faith, maybe you've been a Christian a long time. I really still encourage this app. It's so good. Um, but I think if I would have taken the time, stepped away from the temptation and just went to the place where I find rest and read this verse, I would have been so much more encouraged. My hope for you is that you didn't get super confused in this episode because I feel like this was a hard episode for me to do. I felt like I needed to share it. My whole point in this episode is that you meet trials with joy and you see temptation for what it is and that it comes from the enemy. That is really the whole point of this episode. I want you guys to be able to use this in any area of your life, not just emotional eating. But since this episode or this this show is really focused on emotional eating, I definitely hope that you have found some insight into some things that can maybe help you as you go through your journey with emotional eating. Remember, if you need someone to keep you physically accountable, I hope you know that you can always reach out to me. You can email podcast at gmail.com. You can head to the show notes and see the Google Doc that I have linked if you want to request some info. You can message me just to hang out with me over on Instagram at Hannah Dickey Bryson. I try to give my listeners a discount. So if you do send me the email or you do request info, just make sure you put like battle buddy and email past the plate podcast at Gmail. And I will try to meet you where you are in your journey with the physical solution that I've used for the last five or six years. Knowing about emotional eating will only take you so far until it's time that you need an actual tangible solution to walk this journey with. Don't forget, I have a free Facebook community inside the show notes and I will see you guys here next week. What up, girlfriend? Did you enjoy this episode? If so, I'd love for you to head to Apple Podcasts and write a review to tell me what spoke to you or blessed you in some way. I always want this to be a two-way conversation and this is the best way I can gain clarity on what you're loving. Speaking of conversations though, are you on social media? If so, connect with me at Hannah Dickey Bryson, send me a message or share this episode to your stories. Please tag me though so I can keep this hangout session going all week long. And as always, if you need support on your emotional eating journey, I've got you. Hop on over to my free Facebook group and I will see you in there, sis. Have a good week.